0: Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith yeah. What is faith? In Hebrews 11, chapter 1, verse, the Apostle Paul writes Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen One playwright says it's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black It's a belief when no one else believes Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything this is a Christ- This is a, the Christian podcast. Oh goodness! I'm, see, this is what happens when you try to do it. <laughs> when you try to do it uh, yeah, by memory. Yeah. This, this is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God, and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief you got to have faith.
1: Hello, Reg. Hey,
0: Craig. How are you doing? All right.
1: <laughs> welcome, welcome.
0: Welcome, welcome. Today is the 28th of last uh, Saturday in September. Mm-hmm. And um, in another couple of days, you're going to be leaving to uh, Texas.
1: That's right. Um, packing up, and I'm heading east. Uh, I've been out here in California for, wow, 30 years. Yeah, And so... Like a lot of people, I'm kind of priced out and <laughs> and, and, and looking for a new beginning. You know, yeah. it's a new turn for me, and I'm kind of excited. I'll be around some family and uh, you know some things that uh, are kind of familiar, but <laughs> kind of new at the same time. And I w- and I'm kind of surprised to be here, really, with you. And I'm glad we mm-hmm. you know we took this final. I thought last week was our penultimate.
0: Yeah, I uh, thought yeah. I was I, I, well. I didn't
1: know it was the penultimate. I thought yeah. it was the last one. Yeah. But this is uh probably the l- I don't want to say the last time, but the last time uh, I'll be sitting across from you and this um, with these microphones. And uh yeah. Uh, we're going to we're going to try to see if
0: we can uh continue the Faith podcast via telephone or via Skype how a lot of folks do it uh on, you know when they do podcasts, but for the moment we'll uh take a hiatus after this one. So that you can get yourself settled and unpack, and
1: uh, you'll be in Fort Worth, Texas. That's right. That's (laughs) right. I know. It seems funny, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking for today's Bible verse, we will focus on Ecclesiastes, uh, third chapter, uh, verses one through eight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before I do that, uh, let's engage in prayer. (coughs)
1: Thank you.
0: Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, and we love you so much uh, for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning. It's a little breezy and cool, but uh, you put a flame in our hearts by uh, motivating us to jump into the Bible and learn so much about you and how we can love each other more, how we can love ourselves more, and, of course, how we can love you more. Uh, There is such a callous in the emotions of a lot of people today where we take for granted so many things, and we want to just ask for your blessings, Heavenly Father, that you remove the callouses and help us feel and connect with one another. That's what me and Craig do every time we jump on the podcast and learn about each other and learn through the Bible how we can love one another. And we hope that for those who listen to us, that they will be connected and they will be touched by what we say. Uh, We stumble a little. We uh, flop around a little. Let's say we don't always uh, get the interpretations correct, but we try our absolute best. And um, I think every Christian should do the same thing, to try the absolute best to learn about the teachings that Jesus uh, wants to give to gives to us. And we ask that everything that we say, everything that we do, everything that we are will be blessed by the love of you. In Jesus name we pray.
1: Amen. Amen. All right, Reg. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you want to do some Peter Paul and Mary,
0: huh? Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I, I figure, you know, I uh, said, you know, what? What does the Bible say about departure? And uh, that's what I came up with. And, um, sweet of you. Yeah. So um, here, it, here, it's, here it is. This is the um, the English Standard Version, and usually I do the NIV. I think I'll do another. We can do a sort of a uh, what is it called? The Le- Lectiva Divina. Always, always lecto divina. Lectio. Lectio divina.
1: Yeah, we, we can do that if you want. But, you know, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it's I think this is a powerful version in yeah. any kind of translation you may pick. Sure. So here it is. And this familiar this to a lot of people. Too.
0: Absolutely. I think everyone sort of knows this, especially if you're a fan of. Uh, that's right. Peter, Paul and Mary. <laughs>
1: that's what makes me think of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: In any case, um, here it is. Verse three. For everything, there is a season. a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war
1: and a time for peace. There you go. Wow. Very, very powerful. What does that make you feel when when you read that?
0: It, you know, it's it's interesting. I remember uh, when I was a kid, uh, my I was raised. I don't know how if you, how you were raised. About <clears throat> I thought about anger. Like my my parents would say, "Don't get angry," you know. Mm-hmm. Don't you know they would they and it was really just about discipline. It's like, hey, listen, don't talk back to me and all that sort of stuff. And I would say, well, you know, it's improper to be angry, but I've learned that there is a time to be angry, especially if you're justified in the anger, and you know that's what protesting is about. There's a time for peace. I also think about a time, you know, when people sort of pick and choose when to have their battles. Like, let's say, a battle in the office place. You know, want to confront your boss or a coworker, or a battle with your uh, your loved ones or whatever. There's a time. There's a time to pick and choose when to, you know, um, assert your rights or whatever. When, and the time to say, listen, maybe I need to just pass this over because this really isn't all that important. Uh, there's a time and a place for everything. I think uh, you can't be static. In one way of thinking, all the time, you have to examine what the situation is and act accordingly. And also, know God has you know God has His own agenda, and sometimes we we get very impatient and wanting things immediately. You know, I sent a text message to you, Craig. You <laughs> know, I need you to respond immediately, but you may be busy. I've got to think about you know what's happening on your end. So, I think for those who are impatient for whatever has not come into your lives, whether it be love, impatient that you haven't found the love of your life, impatient that you haven't had the financial success that you've had in your life. Um, God has his own time, his own agenda, and there will be a time where you will be poor. There will be a time where you will be rich. There will be a time where you will feel sad and a time for um, happiness. So they are the seasons. We can't just relax in one particular season. So those are the thoughts that I have.
1: Oh, that's uh, that's how a d- lot. How, how did it hit you? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, uh, I think whatever situation we're in, mm-hmm. you know, we always feel like uh, we're so saturated in it. Yeah. You know, whether we're feeling euphoria or sadness or whatever, we all you know, whatever's happening, I mean, just check yourself. Whatever's mm-hmm. happening to you right now seems yeah. like it's happening all around you. Yeah, I mean it's it's encompassing. There really seems like you know, there, it really seems as though it just it it fills every single part of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether even you know whether you're sure about that or whether you you feel confused about things or uncertain yeah. about things, that uncertainty is intense and and takes up every single space. That confusion is intense, is is overwhelming. Yeah, it takes up every. You know even when you're feeling sadness or euphoria or happiness you know it's it it's as if you know that takes up every you know horizon mm-hmm. of how you feel and what you see and and you know how you make discerning you know the discernments about life others yeah. yourself god whatever and this is a check to me it's a check it's saying like you know none of this is going to withstand the change mm-hmm. you know you're not going to be stuck in this one viewpoint. Right. It's right. always going to be turning and changing, you know. Uh, the best thing you can do is kind of appreciate that and be aware of it. Mm-hmm. If things are really hard, no, they're not going to be hard forever. If things are really great, no, it's not going to last. Right. This is a – it's all going to be turning and churning and, re- and revolving and returning, mm-hmm. coming back again. Um, The best thing you could do is, you know, ride the wave, you know, ride it, you know, understand that if it's if it's difficult, it's not going to be it, it's not going to it's not going to last that way forever. Mm-hmm. You know, true. We live. But we live in this kind of like as human beings, we live in this finite kind of linear reality. You're born then you die. Yeah, and yeah. whatever happens in between, you know, you mm-hmm. hope you don't bump it all along the way. But, you know, everybody, nobody gets out of this thing alive. Yeah. Um, And so here's God in this, in these words saying that may be true for humans, but that I don't want you to live. I don't want you just to aspire to be just human. I want you to aspire to understand that I created a cycle of life. Yes. For every single thing. I created things that are always dynamic, are always changing, are always coming to a new beginning mm-hmm. that nothing is going to be stagnant with me right and if you want to be like me mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to get beyond you know at least you know part of the you know human frailty get with this idea mm-hmm. it helps it helps to know sometimes that things are moving yeah you know it and i i think uh, yeah. you know it, it it helps me anyway to to feel as though yeah things will change yeah and and I can be aware of it and a part of it,
0: yeah, I think that I know for myself, we get caught up in wanting things to be stagnant when things are wonderful, like oh i 've got money or i 've got a love in my life, or the job is doing really fantastic, or the weather's fantastic. Let me try to keep things exactly the way <laughs> it is right now. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Temperature's perfect. Let right there
0: now. be no <laughs> bad times at all. And actually, Norman and I have talked about this uh, as far as African-American re- uh, relations, where uh, I think we we're talking about police brutality or when people call 911 because uh, there's this ep- – ep- the. you probably heard about the epidemic of the Becky you know, the barbecue Becky. Oh, is this the lady uh,
1: down at Lake Merritt? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> A poor woman. I, I think I talked about it with you, and, I said, and uh, immediately after this happened, I just I felt so sorry for her because it's like she had no idea. Right, that this would happen. That yeah. this would happen, and yet... She brought it all on her. Sure. So.
0: But there there are plenty of people who just. Barbecue become,
1: Becky. Yeah. God Man. bless you. I'm so sorry, <laughs> sorry. See, we won't let you go. Exactly.
0: And you're probably thinking, okay, what is it the world have to do with Ecclesiastes? Yeah, but, uh, tell
1: me, please. But
0: um, the barbecue. I mean, you know, there are people, some are entitled people, some are used to things their way, that mm. when they become annoyed when things are not their way, oh, i got to call 911. Oh, my God, who are these people in my way? Who these people interfering with my life? You know, who are these? Oh my God! There's a black girl selling, you know, water. So I got to call nine one one. There was an incident that happened.
1: That's that's really amazing. Which is
0: just r- ridiculous. And I think that the the effort to keep things your way, you know, let's say, oh, I want my neighbors my way. I want the weather my way. I want my finances my way. I want this relationship and the dialogue that my Wife or husband will say every time I talk to her it will be my way, mm. and we cut, we fall into that trap.
1: Yeah, I think you you spoke a little bit other word uh, that sort of I can mm-hmm. relate to at the very beginning when you talk about anger. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've held on to a lot of anger um, for much longer than I really wanted to. Sure, and I was just like, I want this to go, and and so this verse again tells me it's like, you know, there's a time. You know, mm-hmm. then you're you're just going to have to be that. Yeah. And you, you may not like it at all. There's mm-hmm. nothing you you can't you can't say you can't wish it away. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you need to accept it, this reality. You need to accept this temperature, this climate, mm-hmm. this situation, even if it's not something that's pleasant to you. And understand that it's it's there for you to live in and experience. Yeah. So that you can know the difference. Yes. And it's almost Buddhist in that respect. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, you know, you need pain in order to understand what joy is. Yeah. You know, otherwise, how would you know the difference? How would you appreciate <laughs> That's one? Right.
0: That's exactly right.
1: Or appreciate the other. And, and so I've, I've learned that even in fe- bad feelings, feelings of anger, feelings of... Uh, of of sadness, mm-hmm. I understand that these feelings are there for a purpose. Yeah, you know, in order to experience this, in order in order to go like, hey, I felt these you know these deep, you know, difficult feelings, and I made it through. Mm-hmm. You know, and I made it through, and uh, I may not have to live in that season any longer. Yeah, but I've I've I understand it. Yeah, you know.
0: Having gone through, having been in the criminal justice system for 22 years, I'm amazed that the amount of case files that are a result of people not accepting a bad situation, let's say a bad thing happens or something happens that annoys you, and all of a sudden you flip out and you do something horrible, let's say, uh, like domestic violence. You know, Your woman says something that you don't want to hear, I'm leaving you, or something like that, and all of a sudden you flip out. Or let's say you run into a problem with, I don't know, a, uh, a store. Uh, you know, say you get into an argument with someone and you flip out. How do we handle bad news? How do we handle when the seasons are not the way that we want it to be? Um, if we don't have inner peace, you know, like the inner peace that I have, every time I pray, every time I connect with, uh, with God, every time I read the Bible, I'm sort of equipping myself for the dangers of the world. I mean, walking <laughs> to the office – And somebody may piss me off, and I have to say, hey, listen, I'm a Christian. I've (laughs) I've got the armor to protect myself from saying something that I shouldn't say and also protecting myself from the outside elements that will hit me because a lot of times, and we've talked about this before, I think 90% of the time the people that piss me off don't really want to piss me off. They're just affected by what's going on in their lives, and I'm sort of a, um, what do you call it, a – You're
1: just catching it.
0: Yeah, the byproduct or
1: um, – The collateral, well, I collateral I damage of I don't think there's any reason for you to be, you know, scared or feel feel as though you need to armor yourself, Reg. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's
0: but that's why we read the Bible. I think that's why we connect. That's why we have our fellowship.
1: Well, you know, to a certain extent, maybe, but uh, t- to me, it just I I needed to kind of keep me from pre- presenting that kind of cocoon. I mean, my 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 mo is kind of like you know and the thing that kind of like uh, the thing that kind of like I'm trying to avoid right now is to n- not just not to take the armor off is yeah. kind of kind of what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know my armor is rock solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> too much really. Yeah. I mean, you know, I it's like, it's like some guy carrying around a lot of prophylactics or something. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, It's like, I, I'm doing, I'm, you know, that, I've got that down. Yeah. What, I, what I really need to do is kind of start to kind of just understand that I can take the armor off. And then the, you know, the, you know, let's say the UV rays are just going to hit me mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to like deal with that. You yeah. know, it's kind of like, I, I, I'm ready to kind of like, you know, take on some of this stuff head on. Yeah. And I, there's a, like you said, there's a time for everything. There was a time for me to, to have that outer coating, to have that protective shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, that time is, thankfully to me right now, I'm ready to kind of let that go. Yeah. You know? And
0: when I, when I say armor, I'm not saying protecting yourself from people in general or to sort of put a callus on yourself so that you don't feel mm-hmm. um, anything. Uh, I think it's important for us to connect, but to protect us sometimes from ourselves, from – you know saying or doing things that are not godly that are not uh you know
1: i think you're more talking about more like personal strength exactly yeah. that's exactly right <laughs> you know like that's i <clears> know <throat> that's inside out i'm thinking more outside in maybe we're just you know yeah no, no, know, no. talking about two different things yeah but know. i
0: mean but but i totally understand what you're saying as well mm. because there are people who are like oh no i need the armor i need to protect myself everyone is after me yeah
1: everyone you know totally reactive damn it i'm a christian leave me the fuck alone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, exactly. Don't you realize that? (laughs) Yeah, and
0: people stay in their gates and stay within their community, and they don't venture out into the outside world.
1: Well, I I think that's one of the reasons why we're doing and why we have been doing what we do. Sure. You know, and, you know, we brought up, you know, geez, we're in the Bay Area, there's a liberal bubble, and here we are kind of. Professing our love for Jesus Christ that's and right. evangelizing, you know, and that's all been given such a bad rap. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I sort of feel like the underdog, you know, in this particular thing. But mm-hmm. it, but at the same time, it's like I watch the world cocooning. I watch the world isolating. I watch us all going in our separate little groups and villages. And yeah. you know. I don't think it's all our fault. I think it's part of the circumstance of just how difficult it is lately to, you know, reach out in this world. I mean, you know, all these promises Google and Amazon and mm-hmm. Microsoft all made, like the Internet's going to be the great equalizer. And we're all going to be making the same wage. Oh, sure. You know, being, yeah. al- being friends with everybody. You and can download and an app y- and, yeah. and that app will make you happy. And you'll have a community instantly. Yeah. And uh, that that doesn't. Take the same place as the real thing. Sure, right, and uh, and in spite of all those mm-hmm. you know, innovations, I feel as though we have become increasingly isolated. Yeah, and uh, and it's not every, it, it, it's not each individual's fault. It's yeah. kind of just the way you know our society is working its way through this. I kind mm-hmm. of have hope, and I still have believe mm-hmm. that you know people doing the things that we 're trying to do yeah we'll will find a common bond we 'll find a way to a, w- a way to communicate that 's genuine and yeah. uplifting to everyone involved you
0: know it 's funny you mentioned when you mentioned that the whole internet thing um, someone was talking about the new iphone that 's uh, come out, and it 's odd that about ten percent of how we use the phone, I think those a statistic, is actually making a phone call, actually speaking to someone. Mm. People would m- far more likely use it to connect on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or text someone with and and not listen to someone's voice. You know, uh, They use the Internet to not talk to people or to not meet someone face-to-face.
1: That's face. Yeah, funny. I'll leave people voicemails, Yeah, and I think that they'll get annoyed by it.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it?
1: Uh, it's, it's strange, you know, the, like, oh, I don't want to hear you. Yeah. You know, I'd rather not. It pains me because that means I have to kind of invest something. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> have to con- it forces you to connect. Yeah, and it forces it, you to listen. And it's like and I think they're offended. Yeah. Like, why why are you asking me for my time like that? Right. Whereas, like, I remember coming home, you know, and ha- getting t- pushing the button, you know, and saying, you know, oh my god, I hope I got a message. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what was the there wasn't there an old um, wasn't there an old um, Pack
0: Bell or um, um, Atlantic Bell? There was a telephone lingo: reach out and touch
1: someone. Well, yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> you right. even had to pay for long distance then. That's right. <laughs> you know, I remember
0: the old one eight hundred collect uh, commercials and stuff like that. Yeah. I was also thinking. Um, so this week there was a a young girl, I think she was like thirteen, fourteen, who talked to into the United Nations, really screaming at them, saying yeah. about talking about climate change and yeah. you know why aren't you doing anything about it? Yeah, blaming the <laughs> blaming the people responsible. Right, exactly. And some folks are like, oh, wow, this is so inspiring. Other people are like, oh, God, this girl is just so annoying. And, you know, just – and I felt kind of bad for her because she seems to think, well, you guys can change things with the touch of a button or just with one vote or whatever. And, of course, it takes time. Um, And I, I, I applaud, you know, what she's doing. I would hope that her parents can let her know, hey, listen, you don't have to be so emotional. About it, you you know, you stated what you've had to say, and realize that your voice has power. And though you may not see the change that you've affected other folks, it it does make a change. Like,
1: yeah, well, I, you yeah. know, yeah, hats off, and I, I wish there were, I mean, to me, her voice uh, kind of delivers what I would say is also one of the more Christian messages that I've seen in a long time, mm-hmm. which is be accountable. Yeah. You know, uh, you know. Please account for these things. Yeah. You know, for the sake of everyone you care about. Yeah. You know, for yourself, but also everyone you love. Yeah. You know, every and you know I, and that's why why I keep saying you know you say there's a lot of people who've been poo pooing her or people, mm-hmm. who, you know, have been kind of like you know saying like oh well that's that's nice but it's not reality that's a young person's dream, mm-hmm. you know I'd say like. You know, I don't know what this world's going to be if you don't have more people like that. Absolutely, you know, and
0: you're absolutely right. You've hit um, the nail on the
1: head. You know, I think being accountable is the least you can do. Yep. I mean, just saying, like, just fessing up and saying, like, yeah, we well, screwed this world up. You're absolutely right. Yeah, is at the least you can do. Yeah. You know,
0: and and you know what? What I was basically saying, absolutely, she's correct, and also have faith that. When you have spoken, to um, you can be dismissive of those who haven't done their job, but but have the strength to know that your voice, you know, will count. Like I think about the uh, the, congre- the congressional leaders who are um, entering in, di- in uh, impeachment charges against uh, Trump. A lot of people have been talking about, hey, why haven't why haven't the Democrats done anything yet about Trump's impeachment or whatever, and. Now we're sort of seeing it because now, you know, Trump has done something, yet another thing, which uh, has, you know, drawn uh, scrutiny, negative scrutiny against him. Um, And I'm not going to get deep into the politics or whatever, but I've always said, hey, you know, just be patient and just wait and, you know, things will happen in its natural time. And who knows what's going to happen in the future, but we're sort of seeing it happening on a political level, you know, this whole – There's a time for all things. And I think that um, people will do what they naturally do. If people are naturally evil or bad, then that will come out, even though, um, you know, you may not get the results. Like I think about every time we prosecute someone and we don't have all of the evidence, and let's say there's a victim who's like, oh, no, this person's going to get away with it. Hmm. It's like sometimes you just have to be patient and wait and, you know. Either the evidence will come out, or someone will say something that will reveal themselves, and so, so I think we're sort of seeing that as well.
1: Well, you know, time will tell. Yeah, uh, I frankly, I don't know how to discern, you know, what people's reactions were going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know I hate, I hate to tell you this, I'm, I'm rather cynical about the whole thing, especially given the fact that I'm moving to a very different sort of political (laughs) climate where... It's a tad red over there. Well, it's it's not just that. It's just that, you know, people over here really don't, they truly, truly overestimate the intelligence of the average American. Yeah. Or the memory. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you remember the, uh, you know, we were going to buy Greenland a while ago. I mean oh, yeah, no no right, see yeah. it's all gone you know it's like ev- right. everything um,
0: yeah there's so many there's so many moving I mean, pieces yeah.
1: you know and, and one kind of faux pas eclipses the other to where yeah. you're just kind of you know punch drunk yeah. and, and that's just the informed people mm-hmm. you know who, who out here are kind of like you know looking at all this stuff and listening to it and and trying to be like saying like well we're intelligent people we try to be informed about all this stuff I'm moving mm-hmm. to a place where Nobody gives a damn about this, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah,
1: or really Mm -hmm. wants to, Mm -hmm. until they have to pay the mandate, and Mm -hmm. it was, "Damn you, Obama!" (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you made me pay a mandate. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. I mean, that's that's kind of, and 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 I don't, I don't know. uh, I'll have yet to say. It's kind of presumptuous for me to say. I'm moving to a place where you know, Mm -hmm. you know, ignorance seems to rule. But I, I feel as though uh, ambivalence rules,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they got a little bit easier. There's not going to be as much struggle. Yeah. There's not as much uh, stimulation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll see. You know, yeah. we'll see. Um, yeah. Um, you, when you mention
0: ambivalence, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. Ambivalence rules. In a lot of people's lives, a lot of people are like, well, I can't make a change. You know, like if I all oh, these people who are – like I had, a t- I had a conversation with a Chinese friend of mine, and she w- we were talking about there's a protest that's happening in Hong Kong. You had mentioned there's a protest happening in uh, in uh, Egypt. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it was Egypt. Oh, well, in one of the places there is, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So when I talked with my friend in China, she was she was she seemed perturbed that there were these students protesting for democracy in Hong Kong mm-hmm. because I guess there's some – it's the 30th anniversary of Tiananmen Square, and um, the students are like, hey, you know, we're not as free as we should be. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't even know why these students are out there. They're just causing a ruckus. They're disrupting traffic. They're disrupting people's lives, you know. And I'm like, well, what do you want them to be? You want them to be ambivalent, to just sort of let Roll it Roll over. Roll yeah. over. Yeah. And a lot of people, we've talked about it over breakfast, where – you look outside and you're like, oh, you know, the world's just horrible. I'm just going to go back in bed mm-hmm. and just stay there. We talked about the concept of collecting dust. You know, if you don't yeah. change and if you don't go out there, and it could be scary
1: to. Uh, well, the, you know, it's it's like that old experiment, the frog in the you know boiling water. Oh you know? yeah. You know, it just you know we keep telling ourselves we can adjust to it. Just leave me alone and let me just live, even mm-hmm. if they, even if the temperatures rising and the and, and the Mm-hmm. The the walls are closing in. You yeah, know, we keep saying, you know, I can deal with this. I mean, whether you're talking about, you know, a job situation or a relationship or mm-hmm. even like the political climate that uh, our financial climate that just, you know, so you know the bills keep racking up. Sure, and the, and the r- or if you're in Hong Kong or some other place, you know, the rights keep being taken away That's bit right. by bit, shipped away bit by bit. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, ambivalence uh, is a solution to <clears throat> problems that can't be resolved sometimes or, or seem too overwhelming to even approach. Yeah. That's why you and I talk about fellowship. That's why uh, Greta talks about a world community. That's why I go to church to, you know, worship and and. And feel a uni- unifying, you know, place right. with people. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why we take on um, roles that involve more than ourselves, that involve cooperation and yeah. involve, you know, you know, contact with other folks. I mean, because we can't do it alone, because it's difficult, and it's maybe even impossible. Yeah, but it starts with faith. I
0: mean, you know, you connecting with um, the uh, the church. You know, the, that you're with uh, the All Saints Church. Um, I think that's the name of your church, right? That is that is the name. That is the name. There was a time where you didn't walk into the church. You know, you sort of, you know, this is before you recommitted yourself mm-hmm. with God. It takes the faith to say, you know what, if I do go out there and if I do connect with someone, it could be a relationship thing. It's like, oh, I don't feel like dating. Well, you know, sometimes you step out there and you meet that someone.
1: Well, I was, you know, I was lucky. And I also, um, I, I understood that, I couldn't do it alone, right? Um, I, I walked around for years, you know, you know, kind of a gypsy mm-hmm. in every regard, kind of, you know, disregarding any kind of like, you know, way to kind of dig in and commit mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, there was a certain strength in that. I mean, I admire people who, uh, if I could walk around today, uh, or at, you know, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Than saying my home is in my head, and oh, I sure. a, and I do not have to. Or yeah, I do not have to, you know, commit to anyone to mm-hmm. to draw strength and to draw uh, direction. I can say, hey, I know where I'm going, and even I don't know where I'm going. I have the confidence and I know who I am to do it. If I could do that, I would just keep walking past. Yeah, you know, that church or any kind of mm-hmm. church. I mean. But I thirsted for the uh, communal thing. Yeah. And I knew that the things that I was looking for were not just within me. Yeah. That there was a greater power and also a greater involvement other than just my own viewpoint, Mm -hmm. my own point of view. Yeah. I'm not saying my own point of view sucks entirely. I think it's okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying it wasn't. It wasn't checking all the boxes. Sure. You know. And
0: I think everyone, a lot of people go through that. Ecclesiastes talks about seasons, mm-hmm. the seasons of winter and summer and the seasons where things are bad, the seasons where things are good. And, of course, he's talking, I think it was written in 400 B.C. Ar- around. Uh, that's what a lot of scholars say. Mm-hmm. And they're talking mainly a lot of to planters, to farmers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like um, – you know, uh, this, the planters are – the farmers were dependent upon the seasons being right. You know, the difference of life and death depends on, you know, what the seasons will be. And when we talk about isolating ourselves, I don't have to worry about a season if I'm indoors. It could be raining, but if I, if it's indoors, I don't have to worry about it. But if I isolate myself, then I'll never see either the sunshine or the rain. I'll never connect with people. I'll never connect with anyone. And a lot of people uh, for those who deal with uh psychological issues, a lot of it is isolating yourself from society. Uh, you don't connect with people and therefore everything is within your head and you can't grow that way
1: now fearing fearing the winters, yes, doesn't make the winter go away That's exactly right. Fearing the winter doesn't let you enjoy the you know the difference between that and and, and the warmth right. Um, you know, looking at darkness never, (laughs) never turns you around. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's reassuring in a way, but it's not the easiest thing in the world. I mean, there's a time to sow. That means you have to work. Right. There's a time to reap. You know, that means you have to celebrate. That's right. Um, you know, there, you know, there's. There's a reason why you know appreciating all these things is you know mm-hmm. is important and involving yeah you know yourself and and, and, and even the even the uh, the difficult things yeah is important you know I always like to feel as though I'm what my I, my main purpose in life is to be present <laughs> here mm-hmm. you know uh, i'm right I'm right where I should be yeah you know God accepts me. Mm-hmm. you know, for all of my things and knows yeah. That as long as I'm like, you know, honestly, you know, trying to involve myself in mm-hmm. his creation, then, you know, he's like, you're doing your best. Mm-hmm. He knows that. Yeah. You're doing your best. I yeah. mean, you couldn't ask for a more loving presence than that, really. Yeah. You know, I don't think so. As
0: far as doing your best, it means getting out there, getting out there and connecting with people, yeah, and um, you know, to dusting, brushing that dust off and uh,
1: stepping out. And if any of you, you know, screw it up, yeah, you know, says, Well, you did that your best too, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of forgiveness to be had, yes, you know, yeah, crazy.
0: And so, you know, and, and I think that's that was my main point as far as Ecclesiastes. And I think one would say, why would Ecclesiastes connect with me? You know, how do I use that in my daily life? It's really, I think the lesson is, listen, you're going to face hard times. You're going to face good times. There's a danger in both. You know, if you face the hard times and you think, "Oh my God, everything is perpetually bad. Everything is perpetually horrible." <laughs> well, that's, that's the way, not true. That's the way we <laughs> see
1: the world each day. It's like yeah. everything you're feeling, you're feeling a hundred percent.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Know, and it will never ever, and it ever will never ever ever
1: end. And and <laughs> that
0: that of course is is completely wrong.
1: And whatever <laughs> happened in the past, that's dead, gone, and buried. Exactly. Well, you know, so it, it's easy to convince yourself of that. Sure. Yeah. And of course, the other as well.
0: Like, oh, everything is wonderful. You know, there are people who are entitled. They're like, oh. Wow, I live in you know this nice idyllic bubble. Everyone loves me. I'm beautiful. I'm pretty, and I've got money, and it'll all always stay that way.
1: Who are those people? I want to know them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we have someone in the <laughs> White House okay, like well, that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to know them. <laughs> and, and the interesting thing is, when one little bad thing happens to that person, it's like, oh my god, that's things pretty are just horrible. Yeah, yeah. And Norman and I were talking about how growing up in you know, let's say the ghetto or um, in, in impoverished areas, bad things, you know, well let's say when a bad things happen in the job w- or workforce, it's like, oh, this is nothing. I had to go through this much, much worse, you know, <laughs> when I was in, you know, the mean streets and all that Why sort of not stuff. eating for two or three days? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So when you've had to go through some sort of uh, uh, tough times, it makes you appreciate the good times and it makes you sort of um, – it gives you sort of – I'm not going to say armor, but – It toughens you up when little bad things happen. It's like, well, this is fine. We can deal with it. We can endure that. And there are a lot of people who don't have that at all because they think everything will perpetually be this way, perpetually good Mm. or perpetually bad. And it's never that way.
1: Mm. Gratitude, people. (laughs) Absolutely right. Be grateful, people. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to wrap it up? I do. I just want to say thank you, Reg. Um, It's been a It's been a wonderful journey, and I don't want it to end. Um, You've given me a lot of uh, purpose and uh, spiritual strength. I want to say also to our our loving God, keep it up. (laughs) We need it. (laughs) And we'll return it as well to ourselves, to you, and to each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And also I'll say one last thing to you, Craig. Thank
0: you so much. I mean, I had no idea that I would even do a faith podcast, and you came to me, and you was like, hey, you know, I know that you're doing the yay, and um, I've had an idea for a podcast <laughs> as well. And well it's been know, a joy, dude. And spiritually, you know, I was sort of uh, sitting on the, the benches, you know, just sort of looking at life, and I was like, you know what, I need to step up and, you know, really do something and really sort of fellowship. Mm-hmm. And uh, you sort of got me to, to there, so I think we both sort of pushed each other um spiritually.
1: Well I'm looking forward to see where it goes. Absolutely. You know, this is a to to me this is a starting point. Yeah. Not really an ending. This is kind of where we you know, we give ourselves a little booster rocket. hmm Love you, Reg.
0: I love you too, man. Thank you so much and, and good luck in your travels. And for those who are listening, give a prayer for Craig Dickerson and, you know, that he settles himself in Fort Worth and, you know, that he will have the sort of community that um, he's established here, or and, even a
1: better community. And I want you all to pray for Edge because I'm not going to be able to like look after <laughs> you know him. You know the way That's I've been, right. been wanting to and having to for so long. <laughs> Absolutely, um, <laughs> please do. But you know, let's figure out a way uh, to keep this going. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, I'm
0: committed to that.
1: All right. All right here is my blurb. Well, thank you.
0: Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church which have made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, uh, Twitter. I'm at Reg Space Clay. You can find Deb Kelliger at DL Carragher. Uh Craig, we're still trying to get him on uh, social media, but that's uh, been difficult. But you can also reach all of us on uh Facebook our personal Facebook account and also uh we have a you got to have faith Facebook page so you can always um let us know how what you think of the podcast on there. Um don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years and even now in the age of the internet and social media and great technology it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast where you're listening to it now but just tell your friends on the Apple Podcast app, or really any app that you use to listen to podcasts, or on iTunes, if you're one of those who listen to your uh, your podcasts on a desktop or a laptop. You can just open up your iTunes ca- app, click on Store, go on the search engine on the upper right-hand side, and search for You Gotta Have Faith, and you'll find us. If you use Android, download SoundCloud, or just go on SoundCloud.com, search for us, and you'll find us. Thank you for listening, and God bless each and every one of you.
1: Oh, oh,
0: oh.